You're listening to the What The Fab podcast, where empowered women empower women through candid conversations, inspiring stories, and tangible tips. I'm your host, Elise Armitage. I'm a digital creator, and I left my nine to five job at Google to chase my dreams of being an entrepreneur. I'm so happy to have you here. Let's get into some real talk. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the What The Fab podcast, episode number 54. We have a great guest lined up for today's conversation. Her name is Olena Mytruck, and she's got a really inspiring story to share. She tells us a bit about how she came to, she had this epiphany and realization that her life was just not heading in the direction that she wanted it to be in. And so she made some major changes like, I don't know, up and leaving her home country of Ukraine and moving to LA as a single mom with a five-year-old. Pretty bold stuff. And then that led her to creating an app called Brevery that helps lead women on their own personal development, growth, and journeys. Before we get into today's conversation, I just want to take a second to ask you to pretty please rate and review the podcast, the What the Fab podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I so, so appreciate it. I love reading your guys' notes and it just helps me grow the show and just keep excited for continuing to create content and episodes. Also, you might want to hit subscribe if you've been enjoying these episodes. You can hit those three little dots up in the top right corner on Apple Podcasts and hit follow, and then you'll get my weekly episodes ready to go and queued up for you. I think that today's conversation and the topics at hand tie in really nicely with other kind of larger themes that I, you know, when I look at the analytics of listens and downloads on the podcast, I can tell that they're resonating and those topics are burnout and imposter syndrome and kind of self-confidence. Like those are two themes that I've been talking about a lot on the podcast and that they always resonate and do really well because I think it's something that we all deal with. And so I think today's episode kind of goes hand in hand with those conversations as well. So without further ado, let's introduce Elena Mytruck. Elena was born and raised in Ukraine and is now based in Houston, Texas. She has a master's degree in computer science and applied mathematics. In 2017, Elena made a major life change when she moved to Los Angeles with her five-year-old daughter as a single mom. And after several wake-up calls from the universe, Elena opened up her heart and mind to not having to live in a box. She realized that she could live an exceptional life led by purpose, meaning, and impact and help others do the same. And so the Brevery app was born. It's every woman's guide for a transformational journey into self-discovery and growth. By combining the vision of goal setting and personal development, she believes that all women are able to own their power and create an everlasting impact. Please welcome Elena Mytruck to the show. Elena, it is so great to chat with you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Elise. I'm so excited to be here. Super, super excited. I think that the kind of theme and topics for today's conversation are going to be really interesting and relatable for a lot of listeners. And so I'm really excited to dive right in with you. Before we kind of jump into some of the questions I have for you about your personal journey and your business and your app, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself before starting your business? What was your life like and what did you picture for your future? 
Yeah, and actually, it could not be further from <laughs> where I ended up uh, being. So I actually thought that I had my whole life planned when I was in my uh, late teens or early 20s. So my parents were engineers. I lived in Ukraine. So I saw myself as a software engineer. I was good at math. So that's what my major was in college. I met my first husband in college. We dated for four years. We got married right after we graduated. So we were both 21. We got a good job. We actually worked at the same company. Uh, we moved to the capital of Ukraine. I was like, okay, it's great. That's like, my life is all sorted. A uh, few years later, we bought a condo. Then uh, I had a plan that I needed to get pregnant at the age of 27, which I did. <laughs> good for me. <laughs> so uh, my daughter was <laughs> born, I know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I thought like everything was going according to plan. I had everything planned like 20 years in advance. And but then something happened. So uh, I got back to work after a couple of years of maternity leave. And uh, I guess my mind was still kind of struggling to get back to that like usual work uh, state. And I went on a business trip with uh, a couple of colleagues of mine. And I remember very clearly, actually, this is interesting that I kind of forgot about that episode. But but this is what when things really uh started shaking for me. So we were just working in the client's office. And then I remember something popped up, some issue happened. And I remember reading an email and I'm like doing this. Oh my God, what am I going to do with this? It was some big issue, some big problem. And I guess my face expression was just all over the place. And that friend of mine, he was sitting in front of me and he looked at me and he was like, Olena, what's, what's going on? I was like, Alex, we just got this problem. He's like, don't worry. We'll figure it out together. And when he said that we're together, something kind of like, I don't know, it was like a strike of a lighting in, front of, in, in my head. My husband had never, ever said something like that to me. Like I never, I realized that I had never felt supported. I never felt like I was really uh, feeling that connection with somebody who I live under one, the same roof with. And that was just uh, such a wake-up call. I was like, I have spent last eight years of my life being married, but basically it happened that we were just two people living under the same roof, having separate lives. And yeah, it was just such a great insight. Uh, and I get got back home being a completely different person. I couldn't be the same. It's just all these thoughts, they were just uh, like, running in my in my mind but we had a daughter and she was two years old back then and I spent months and months and months really struggling and trying to figure out what to do on one hand I realized that I wanted much more from my marriage I wasn't satisfied with what I had anymore but also I was like my daughter needs a family I cannot do that to her and then after many months like I think nine months of really struggling and doubting myself I suddenly realized that more than a family, she needs a happy family and a happy mom. Because if we give her an example of not a loving family, we're not doing her any good. If anything, we are doing her just more harm than good. And this is when I decided, okay, I'm going to file for divorce. To many people in my environment, it was very unexpected. Nobody thought that that would ever happen because we always look like a 
good couple and uh, there were no, no obvious problems, but I knew that I wanted something more. So yeah, I, I broke up with my ex-husband and uh, then I suddenly ended up in this situation when I didn't know, didn't have a plan anymore. Everything that I had planned before was not working. It wasn't, it wasn't there, right? Everything got ruined and there was nothing new. So I was 20 year old girl, single mom, uh, not really knowing who I am anymore. What do I want to do? Where I want to leave? I felt like I could open any door in front of me, but I just didn't even know what kind of door I would want to open, what kind of opportunity I would want to embrace, which is funny because many people, they would want to take an opportunity, but they don't have uh, maybe uh, capabilities. They don't have some resources. I felt like I had all the resources I needed. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And uh, I even went on a three-week trip to Peru. I thought maybe if I run away, if I go on an adventurous trip, I will find the answers out there. And uh, it was a very fun trip. We did a lot of cool stuff. I spent three nights sleeping in the jungle, in, in the Amazon River rainforest. But I got back home and the answers were still not found. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself grace. I'm going to just let it go. Just let myself live in the moment stop like pushing myself stop really pressuring myself to find those hunters i i had to really let myself uh enjoy the moment and then the opportunity the opportunity presented itself my company uh my future boss he offered me a transfer from ukraine to los angeles and at first i even said no i don't want to do that i had been to la before i thought it was very deserty dry <laughs> i didn't like it uh, but I let myself like just think through it, just kind of keep that mind in the back of my head. And a few months later, I woke up with such a perfect clarity in my head, knowing, okay, I want to do this. I want to move to another side of the world. I want to do this with my daughter as a single mom. And many, many people were thinking, Elena, you're crazy. Like, well, you don't know anybody there. But I knew that I, want, I was going to make the right decision. I knew that I felt that it was right. And I did it. And I never regretted it. A year later, I met my now husband and we met on a dating app and it would have never happened if I hadn't done those other things in my life, which at that point didn't really make much sense. But now looking back, it feels like it was, these were all puzzles of uh, the same puzzle, like pieces of the puzzle called me, like complete me. And uh, yeah, so we got married in 2020. Uh, in the midst of pandemic, which was another com completely different story. <laughs> but uh, I just felt like finally I'm getting my life back together and the life that I really want to be living in. And uh, yeah, it was just such a long journey. And at some point I just realized that I have to give back to the world. I have to, I, I had this calling inside me that told me, you got to, do something because there are so many other women out there who are going through the same process, through the same journey, through the same struggles, doubts. They don't know what to do. And there was nobody to help me back then. So I wanted to create something that would help others. And this is where bravery came along. Okay, you know I am all about time-saving hacks, and I have to tell you guys about my latest discovery, Sunbasket Meal Delivery Service. 
I've been using them for months now and they are hands down the best meal delivery I have ever tried. And I have tried a lot. <laughs> Their meals are ready to go. You can just microwave them or pop them in the oven. I don't know about you, but if I'm paying for a meal delivery, I'm not trying to get a kit that also requires me to spend time having to cook the meal and chop stuff like some other services. No, thank you. So it's delivered weekly. If you want, you can always skip. It's ready to go. All of their ingredients are organic. And seriously, the meals have been so delicious. I just had this insane chili verde enchilada pie with braised pork last night. Oh my God, I'm drooling just thinking about it. And each week you get to pick your menu and I order six. So that's meals for both me and Omid three nights out of the week. And I usually opt for meals that that are under 600 calories. And like I said, everything has been so good. And there's a new menu to choose from every week. We haven't had a repeat menu item yet. And I have a great discount link for you to give them a try. You'll get $90 off your first few deliveries, bringing each meal to six bucks a meal. This is a no-brainer, you guys. So just go to whatthefab.com slash sunbasket and use my referral link there. I mean, you're going to pay that much at least for groceries, but with Sunbasket, you don't even have to cook, so you might as well be efficient about it. Make weeknight dinners a delicious breeze with Sunbasket. Go to whatthefab.com slash sunbasket to get $90 off. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing more about your your journey and your story and kind of what led you to that aha moment of creating Breverie. I have a bunch of other questions that I want to ask you about that. But before I do, I hope you don't mind if um, I kind of derail the conversation a little bit, but I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't ask you just with everything that is going on in the world and you being from Ukraine, I'm assuming that you have friends and family that are there. I hope that they are safe. And I, I also am wondering if um, you have any kind of context to share on what the situation is there, because from my perspective, and I, I think a lot of, you know, people that are, are based here, it was like the war in Ukraine was so um, ubiquitous for like a week. It was like all over our social. Um, and now I have to kind of like seek out, like just the other day, I was like, are, are things okay over there? Like what what's happening? And was kind of like, you know, searching through the news and it seems like kind of key cities have been um, taken back, which I was, you know, glad to hear, but I'm, I'm still not really sure um, what the situation is. So if, if you have any context you can share, I'm sure that's like a question that popped into listeners' minds as they were hearing some of your background and your story. Yeah, thank you for asking. And yes, I do have friends and family uh, in Ukraine. I actually have some uh, friends and family in Russia as well. It, this whole thing has been breaking my heart, honestly, uh, because I never expected that to happen, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, the war is still continuing. And what is amazing, people in Ukraine, they're so resilient. Like, I remember in February... Of course, everybody was in shock, right? And uh, the only thing people could even post on social media was about war. Now, I see more and more of my friends posting real life uh, reels or stories. It's like life is back to normal, but that's not what it's supposed to be. It's, it, it cannot be normal. And I have enormous amount of respect for these people because whatever they, they, I cannot even imagine what they're going through. Like they have to get up in the middle of the night because uh, there is an alarm that might be there is, there's some missile or something approaching the city. 
And it happens multiple times a day, multiple times a night. And it's been happening for six or how many months now. But with all that, these people, they continue their lives. They continue working even more than more than ever. They feel a responsibility, not just for themselves, for their families, for their country. They feel like them going every day to work helps the country stay alive and recover. And that's just, it's amazing. I mean, yeah, the amount of respect I have for, for, for all these people uh, just cannot be described. And I just hope that it ends soon. I don't know when it's going to end. I mean, it's still, it's still continuing. And yes, many cities have been retaken, which is great. The war is not over, but I hope, I really hope it will be over very soon because it's just painful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing a little bit more insight into what is happening. And I appreciate you um, be, being willing to to share, you know, what you are seeing. Um, and we definitely, we we stand with Ukraine and, and I hope that, you know, the situation gets better in the war and soon as well, because it's just been really heartbreaking to watch. Well, I'd like to switch back to our topic at hand and hear from you a bit more about Brevery and kind of how it has tied into your personal journey and how it's helped other women as well. And so can you tell us a little bit more? You, you've shared with us, you know, your story and kind of that aha moment leading up to it. What was the process like of actually creating that? I mean, I, I know you have a background um, that lends itself to it, but to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, creating an app like that sounds so difficult, so challenging. Um, so I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, been quite a journey and the journey is not over. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an ongoing <laughs> journey. But so I, got, I came up with, with this idea. It was January 3rd of 2021. So coming up on two-year two anniversary soon, which is crazy. And it took me two full months to really get the app in the app store. So first, you have this spark, right, of this idea. Then you start shaping up it in your mind, okay, what it's really going to look like. But then you have to design the app. And of course, I couldn't do this all by myself. So I had to find a team of talented designers in Ukraine, by the way, uh, who helped me really create that app from scratch, all the user experience, all, all, the, all the designs. And then the most fun part, the actual implementation, which was also like a multi-month pro uh, process. So we started in June of uh, last year and we got it ready uh, right before Christmas my uh, engineering partners are also in Ukraine, so which I'm really proud of. Like I really enjoy working with my teams uh, who are all uh, all in Ukraine. I feel like, especially yeah, this year they've been so hungry for work, and I've been really happy that I can give give them this work. But yeah, it's been it's been really long journey, and it always things always take longer than you think, and they always cost more than you think. So <laughs> if there was like. Nobody gave me this advice, but if somebody listening right now who is thinking about that, one key thing that you should plan for is just double the amount of budget that you plan for that, for whatever project you are trying to accomplish, and also double the amount of time. Because th things will go sideways, something will go wrong, some deadlines will be met, uh, you will come up with some new ideas, and uh, yeah, you have to be ready, you have to be prepared for the unexpected. And of course, you cannot be prepared for anything, but just knowing that the unexpected will happen 
and knowing that you have flexibility to deal with it, it, it has helped me a lot throughout all these months. This episode is brought to you by Flowdesk. Flowdesk is an incredible email marketing service provider, and they are the platform that I use for my email campaigns for What the Fab. The platform is so intuitive and easy to use. It's very drag and drop. And best of all, it's aesthetic AF. The templates are beautiful, and you can easily add your own brand colors to it to make sure that your emails look and feel like you. I used to use MailChimp back in the day, but after trying Flowdesk out about a year ago, I was in love and I know you will be too. You can give Flowdesk a try for 30 days free and if you want to keep them, which I know you will, you can use my referral link to lock in a 50% off price at $19 a month and lock that in forever. You can get this offer and try it for free at whatthefab.com Flowdesk and that is spelled F-L-O-D-E-S-K. That's whatthefab.com slash flowdesk. I can't wait to see what stunning emails you create. Okay, let's get back to the episode. But also, I think creating the app was the easiest part, honestly, because yeah, my background helped me with that as well. I knew what it took to really create the digital product like that. But what I didn't know much about was marketing. Put it in out there. Uh, because I thought, and it was a very naive uh, thinking, that uh, once it's in the App Store, people will just find it. <laughs> but that's not that's not how it works. So you really have to uh, put a lot of work and effort in spreading the word, really create the awareness around the brand, around the app. But also, even once people download the app, just providing enough value for them to stay. Because, uh, and this is also something that I did not know when I was starting, and thank God I did not know about that because that would scare me, is only three, two to three people uh, out of 100 who download your app will actually become paying users. That's just what the benchmark is. That's just what the statistics say uh, in the industry. So if, in order to have like three paying users, you have to put it in, in the hands of 100 people which is a lot of people. <laughs> and so you really uh, want to first like really spread the word, but also focus on giving value to people so that they stay, so that they don't uninstall your app, so that they find value and come back to it day after day, week after week, month after month, because especially with such a product as a personal development and goal setting app, it's not an immediate win. You won't notice the change overnight. So it's really easy to download it, look at it, and then never open it again. And that's my job to not let that happen and to really help those women see the difference, guide them along the way and really go like follow the journey so that they start easy, they start seeing some results, they get more excited, they get more like accept more challenges and then build up on that. Because otherwise it will be just another new year resolution that you will forget about a week later, right? Yeah, definitely. That is really, that's an interesting stat. I had no idea. Uh, that's very interesting to know. I would love to get into a little bit more of like the heart of the app and kind of what it does and how it helps women in their um, personal development journeys. And so what are the essential components that you have found to succeeding on your personal growth journey? And how did you discover these? And this is a very interesting question because the app came first. And Whatever I discovered came second. And I remember chatting with my husband and he told, he told me, Olena, you are doing this in the opposite way. Usually uh, there is a concept first and then there is a tool 
that uh, fulfills on that concept. In your situation, he said, you, ha you have the tool already, and now you have more meaning to put in this tool. And I thought it, it, it was great. I, th I, I thought it was, it, it was really, the, I think, the right way to do it in a way. But those components, uh, I like to say that these are clarity, self-esteem, and energy. And the way I like to talk about this, uh, I love traveling. So uh, I'm just going to give a travel road trip example. So if you prepare for the road trip, you will make sure that you have a, a map with your destination, right? Or at least the first destination, maybe not the end destination, but your first stop, let's say. And this is your clarity. How clear are you about what you want to achieve in your life, about what you're passionate about, what your dreams are, what your goals are? Then... The second component, so coming back to the road trip uh, example, you need a car, right? And hopefully recently serviced car that works well, that won't break down in the middle of nowhere. This is your self-esteem. This is your backbone, your strength that will keep you going when things get tough, when there are some obstacles, when there are some challenges. Self-esteem, your, your personal boundaries, This is what will really let you overcome those challenges and to really uh, keep on your, on your path. And then the third component, again, for the road trip example, you need gas, fuel, or battery uh, charge with your car, in your car, right? Otherwise, you will not be able to move anywhere. And for us, for people, as we are on our journey, our emotions, I think, is what gives us energy, our positive emotions. Feelings of excitement, happiness, feeling motivated. Whenever we do something that we love, it gives us more energy. On the other hand, when we get drained, when we get burned out, when we get tired, we can't really progress on our journey without stopping, reflecting, and fixing those emotions first. And not fixing the emotions, but processing them. Really understanding what caused those feelings, those feelings of sadness, tiredness, uh, overwhelm. And then only after we have fixed it and changed whatever was causing that, we can continue on our journey. And what's important is that these things, they are not like set in stone. It's not a personality test because you might be clear on your goals today, but then tomorrow something happens and you are completely lost. Like what happened to me when I thought I had it all figured out, but then suddenly I was like, okay, I, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Or even with self-esteem, self you maybe you have been a very confident person, but then something happened that just ruined your confidence. So you have to build it back up. Or even with energy, right? Even when we do some exciting things, sometimes we just do too much of them and we just get so drained out that we just can't move anymore. So we need to give ourselves rest. We need to take it easy, slow it down. So I think it's in a way, it's the fourth component, just checking back with yourself reflecting how you feel. Are you moving in the right direction? Are there any obstacles that you need to overcome? Are there any beliefs that are not serving you anymore? Are you feeling the way you want to be feeling? And adjusting based on, on those uh, reflection points. And, and this is how you progress on your journey. I love that. So these components, it sounds like there's, you know, having your having clarity around your goals Then there's confidence and then there's the the fuel and the energy and um, kind of understanding your emotions. 
how does time, you kind of started talking a little bit about like taking time to reflect, um, but how does time factor into the whole thing and why is it important to give yourself that time? Yeah. And so uh, I think time wise, time is a very interesting substance. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like we have a lot of time. Sometimes we feel like there is not enough time. We want to push time. We want it to give us answers faster. But I think with personal development, especially, you, you just have to let it go. You just cannot control at what time things will happen. You just have to trust that they will happen. Like you have to trust that you will get the clarity. You will get the answers. If you do some things, if you go out there, if you discover yourself, if you, discover, if you try some new things, if you try to understand what works for you, what doesn't, eventually time will work out for you the way it's supposed to be and you will get those answers when you are ready for those answers. But also taking the time to really reflect on those things, to really do those self-check-ins every month, every week uh, is very important. And making time to do that is, is not an easy task. We sometimes are too busy to find time to sit in silence. And this is what has also helped me so much. Like majority of my ideas come to me when I just go for a run outside because this is the time when my mind is free. I don't have pressure to respond to some work calls or emails or be in a meeting with anybody or just to to be with anybody, really. It's just me time, my time, my personal time when I can just think and I feel that breeze on my face and I just run and this is what this is when all these insights come to me but if it wasn't for running it would be hard for me to just find 30 minutes a day to just sit without grabbing my phone or doing something so yeah I think make making the time for yourself for creating space for yourself and doing that regularly and assessing where are you right now are you in the place where you want to be? If not, what changes do you need to make? It's very important. It's the key part, which I think many of us miss. I have definitely missed it in the past. and But this is something that you just cannot uh, forget about. Oh, yeah, that's so good. I totally agree. I think that having making time and space for silence without distractions is like one of the most underrated things in our society, in our culture. And we're just constantly being pulled away from like pings and dings and notifications. And like, you know, if if it's so uncomfortable because we're so not used to just being still and silent. (laughs) And I, I really think that like if you can find a way And for me, I'm trying to get better about meditating on a more consistent basis for you. It sounds like running has been great. I've also been um, doing like monthly. Have you heard of like sensory deprivation float tanks? Not really. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed. It's like my latest like self-care obsession, but I go monthly and it's basically like this giant pod and inside is salt water with like a shit ton of salt so that you float. And so you float there, you can close the pod, you can have music or like soft lights if you like, or you can just be in complete like pitch black darkness and silence, which is the way I like to do it. Um, And I just go in and I float for an hour. And that is really when I have, I know it sounds like a long time, but like, it's so funny, like you were saying how 
time is such a funny construct. Like sometimes it feels like it's dragging on and I'm like, did they forget about me in here? Like it feels like it's been way more than an hour. And other times like they turn the lights, you know, slowly back on. I'm like, whoa, an hour went by already. Like that's crazy. Um, but I definitely use that time for like reflections um, just kind of like clearing space in my mind and meditating. And also like I get a lot of new business ideas when I'm doing that because I just feel like we're so constantly like on the go and distracted by things that it's really rare that we give ourselves that time for like reflection or thinking um, or just kind of clearing our minds. So I think that is a great tip. So tell us a little bit more about the app. How does Breverie empower women? What does the app itself actually do? And also, where does the name come from? I, I really love telling the story uh, of how the name came together. And uh, I actually, I'm very thankful to the person who I hired to come up with the name because me and my husband, we were brainstorming on the names for about a month. And we hated all the ideas that uh, we could come up with. So at some point I was like, I got to hire somebody who knows what they're doing. And I found this amazing woman, brand strategist, and she immediately got the point. As soon as I told her that it's a female empowerment app, she went ahead and the day later, she sent me the first batch of names. And one of the names really caught my attention. It said Reverie. And uh, I didn't even know that this word existed. Uh, I think it comes from French. And what it means is being lost in a daydream. I thought it was such a beautiful name, such a beautiful word, uh, and so feminine and so to the point. But it was missing something. It was missing a piece of action, of courage, of commitment. Because uh, what bravery is about is not just having dreams. It's also about being brave and courageous to pursue those dreams. And this is where letter B comes into place. It stands for bravery. So bravery and reverie together create bravery. So you are brave to go ahead and pursue your dreams and to really create the life that you want to be living for yourself. And uh, yeah, once, once we came up with that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is just so perfect. That's, that's just, that, that's it. It's like... When you get married, you find that gone as soon as you like, you, you don't want to take it off, right? You know that that is the one. So that, that was my story with the name. Uh, and what the app does, so at first it combines all the tools that you might need on your personal development journey, whether it's journaling, prompted journaling, or just free journaling, habit tracking, uh, mood tracking, way to track your emotions on a daily basis, goal setting, regular self-checkpoints, monthly or weekly. But also, more than that, it ties it all together into a guidance process tailored towards your needs, towards where you are on your journey. The more you use the app, the more it knows about you, the more uh, recommendations it will be able to give you or prompts based on where you are on your journey. For example, if you've been feeling down lately and if you've been tracking your mood, like feeling overwhelmed, it will be prompting you to take it easy, slow down, maybe pause uh, for a little bit. Uh, it will prompt you to journal, to discover some things that maybe will bring you more energy. On the other hand, uh, it, let's say you set a new goal for yourself. It will be giving you a friendly nudge in the back 
sending you some friendly push notifications, uh, being like, hey, have you started working on your goal? <laughs> you can't quit. So it's really like your cheerleader, your companion, your accountability partner. And because I had this idea that I really wanted the experience to be personal and to really feel like you're talking to a friend, Bravery is not just uh, an app. It's also a magic fairy. Uh, we created a mascot. Uh, it's like this magic space looking uh, fairy creature. And she is your accountability partner. She is your companion. So, so that it really feels like you have somebody to talk to. So that you're not lonely on your journey anymore. Because I know that sometimes it might feel lonely. Sometimes you might have nobody to really talk to about this. So once you open the app, you don't feel lonely anymore. You have somebody to share your thoughts with, to express how you feel. And this somebody will not judge you. Uh, she will always be there for you. She will uh, encourage you, inspire you, motivate you, give you that nudge in the back, but always be there for you and really guide you on the journey that you are unfolding for yourself. That is awesome. I um, did download the app. I haven't had a chance yet because I've been traveling. I haven't had a chance to like really get into it and the journaling prompts yet, but I'm excited to. Um, but one thing I did notice right when I opened it was that fairy. And I was like, oh, this is so cute. Like it definitely is just like, it sparks joy. So besides downloading the Breviary app, which we will definitely include a link in the show notes to the app so that listeners can check it out and download. Can you leave us with some tips for things that listeners can implement today to take charge of their own personal growth and self-discovery? So I think I already touched on that a little bit, but uh, I will maybe uh, just expand more. And this is related to something that I have been really thinking about a lot recently. I was thinking about what, what, what it means to be happy. And there are many definitions of what happiness is. But one that I really love is being able to contribute to something. And that got me thinking about this. Okay, so what it really means is we do what we love. Because if we do something that we don't love, I don't think we'll be happy. But doing something that we love and applying it to something else, creating that bigger influence, impact, for somewhere else, this is what really makes us happy. And whenever I can think of when I felt really fulfilled or happy uh, or felt a lot of joy, this is exactly what was happening. It wasn't just about doing something in, in a box. It was about doing it and sharing it with the world, maybe telling somebody about it, or maybe just letting this small thing improve somebody's life or, or make somebody's day. So do something like that today. Just go out there, call your friends that you haven't spoken with in a while, or maybe text your mentor who helped you uh, on your journey and you, again, they haven't heard from you for a long time. Just send them a text of gratitude or go and speak to barista in your closest Starbucks and see how they're doing. Just do something that you would enjoy doing, something easy but also something that will make somebody else's day better. And you will feel so much better about it. It will just fill you with so much positive feelings that will just energize you for the whole day, for the rest of the day, and probably for tomorrow as well. And if you can just keep doing that, 
you will see how that uncovers more and more inside you and you will feel that you can do more and just keep embracing that at your own pace, but just keep embracing it. That's great. Thank you for sharing. Are there any exciting future projects that you are working on that you'd like to share? Yeah, actually, there is a campaign that I can't wait to launch. It launches on October 1st. So hopefully by the time you're listening to this, it's already live. So it's called Empower Mail. And we will be running it uh, throughout the end of the year. And the idea is that it's related to what I was just talking about, how easy it actually is to make someone's day. So you can nominate up to three of your friends or people who you know, uh, female friends, and we will send them on your behalf an empowerment message. With like a, it's like a, it's going to be an email with the pretty looking designed virtual card with the message of your choice. And the idea behind this, I just want to start that ripple effect of that positive change, positive movement, just empowering each other. Just out of nowhere, you receive this email saying, hey, your friend Elise is thinking about you and she sent you this card because she, she thinks you're awesome. How great will you feel? And I just want us all to experience that. I really can't wait. I hope many people join this campaign. It's completely free, no charge. You don't need the app to do this. It's going to be just the link will be available on our website. And our goal is to send 10,000 empowerment messages by the end of the year. So if you can contribute to that goal and help us hit that goal, that would be amazing. Amazing. Well, I will definitely be on the lookout for that. Elena, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing a bit about your story and the movement that you are creating. Where can everyone find you if they'd like to connect with you and with Brevery? So I am on Instagram at ohmytruck and uh, feel free to DM me. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. You can check out my website. It's olenamytruck.com or feel free to check out Bravery's website, which is thebravery.com. Or Bravery has also a very beautiful Instagram page full of inspiration and motivation. It's at the Bravery. And yes, feel free to connect, follow, reach out, DM us, email me. I would love to hear your thoughts, hear about your journey, and would love to share your journey. If, you, if there are any insights that we can share with the rest of the community, I would love to do that too. So please, please, please feel free to reach out. Amazing. Thank you so much, Elena. It was so great chatting with you today. I really appreciate you taking the time and joining us. Thank you so much, Elise, for having me. It was such a pleasure. Big thank you again to Elena for taking the time to join us on the What the Fab podcast. I really enjoyed my chat with her. And if you enjoyed the conversation as well, I would love to hear your thoughts. I know Elena would too. Maybe download the Brevery app and give it a try. Let us know what you think about it. And you can take a screenshot of this episode, share it in an Insta story. I'm at WTFab and Elena is at Oh My Truck. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode and also the app. With that, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode, and we'll be back again next week. Bye.